This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. You're gonna acknowledge me. Alright, everybody, welcome to the WWE Podcast. And we've got Grace with us tonight, and the that that's a great thing because we are here for the biggest preview and prediction show of the entire year for the biggest pay-per-view of the entire year. Excuse me, the most stupendous pay-per-view of the entire year. Let me make sure I get my words right. And we are going to be run, running through all of the matches, giving all our predictions, and maybe throwing in some wild cards about things that aren't on the show that maybe we could see some big returns. We'll go through that as well. But, Grace, welcome back to the show, and are you excited for WrestleMania? Thanks for having me back, first and foremost. Um I'm very excited. Um, like I told you earlier, I this is my first WrestleMania back since like getting back into WWE. So I mean, if the matches are bad or not, I'm just excited for the experience like as a whole. So yes, I'm very excited. And we were talking a little bit off air I, about uh, some of the matches we're looking forward to the most. Do you have one or two that you're looking at going, oh man, uh, this this is this is a match that I'm dying to see either because the story's been great. Or the quality of the match is what you're really looking forward to? So, at the top of my list, um, it's probably pretty um, obvious. I like uh, the Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair match is at the top of my list. Um, I'm excited to see the Seth Rollins match. Uh, I know we are supposed to really not know who it is, but, I mean, I think we all hopefully think it's Cody Rhodes that's going to show up. Um Actually, I also think a sleeper match that's going to be really good is uh, Drew and Happy Corbin. Mm. Um, the story is not quite there, as we all know, but the people who are in the match, Drew and Happy Corbin, they I think they definitely know how to put on a great match. Um, I want to see if Happy Corbin will do end of days on Drew McIntyre, if he'll get it or if he'll kick out of it. You know, because that's a little underlining um, thing in that match. So I'm actually kind of hoping that's going to be I think it's going to be a good match, actually. I, I have not heard that yet about people, anybody being excited about that match, about uh, Baron Corbin and, or Happy Corbin and uh, Drew McIntyre. But there is a, a fun little narrative that you just pointed out that, hey, the end of days, which I did not know until recently, has never been kicked out of. Mm-hmm. And Happy Corbin, not Baron Corbin, but just the, the gimmick that he's currently um, in has never yeah. been beaten. Though there, that is a fun narrative. I, I I don't think you're wrong there. I mean, I think the outcome there is probably very likely about Drew winning. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in more depth as we get on with the show here. But um, I like that. That's a nice narrative I probably wouldn't have thought of on my own. Um, just also so everybody knows. The uh, just a disclaimer, we have not seen SmackDown. SmackDown is actually starting in about five minutes. So if anything changes last second on the card here, we are watching this pre SmackDown. So I don't anticipate any changes. But if there's a stipulation added or somebody added to a match to make it a, a you know, triple threat or whatever, we are going as of just before SmackDown. So I wanted to uh, put that out there. But um, I mean, I'm ready to, to run through the card. Are you ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So. 
Let's get through uh, night one, or as they call it, WrestleMania Saturday. I don't know why they're not saying night one, but they have to add WrestleMania to everything. Now they're actually claiming days of the week as part of WrestleMania. But um, all right, so let's get with the Raw Women's Championship. Let's start with the match that you're looking forward to the most, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. And since it's the match you're looking forward to the most, who do you have here? Okay, so this was an interesting one, um, mostly because when you know when they first really announced it i had bianca winning all the way now i honestly think it's uh anyone could have it um not necessarily because bianca got the upper hand so i think she's gonna lose because she got the upper hand last or this past monday but 50% 50% of me wants Becky Lynch to win. Now 50% of me thinks Becky Lynch is going to win, and the other 50% thinks Bianca is going to win. Now I have Becky retaining. Um, and again, like I said, not because of Bianca getting the upper hand, but if you think about it in the way of being a champion, you're or holding the belt, you're kind of you, – kind of become the face of the women's division. I don't know if WWE, I don't know if they're ready for Bianca to take that responsibility. I honestly don't even know. I I like Bianca. I have nothing against Bianca. I think she's a great wrestler. I think she has a great um, thing going right now, but I don't know if she's honestly ready to hold the belt and, you know, be the face for the raw women's roster because there's a lot that comes with holding the belt. Becky has done a fantastic job at being that person. Um, and I don't know if they're quite ready to give it up for her yet, but I mean, like I said, I either one of them could win and I was on Bianca's side, but now I'm leaning more towards Becky, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Becky um, retaining for this match. That's yeah, well said, and I I have been so split on this. This is a match. If you are a betting person, you can you can bet on WrestleMania. There's many ways to do it. If you want to put real money down, I would mm-hmm. stay away from this match. Don't go yeah. near it. This one is very difficult. Now, the argument for Bianca winning is. It, th- this all was planted at SummerSlam. How many months ago? This was all planted at SummerSlam, as well as Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns planted at SummerSlam. And the narrative is, well, Becky screwed uh, Becky screwed Bianca. She sh- cheap-shotted her and hit her hit her manhandle slam in one, two, three, and Becky turned heel. And the narrative has been, well, she's been trying to chase it ever since. Bianca's been trying to get her championship back, and she held it from Mania until SummerSlam after she beat Sasha Banks in the main event last year. And and, and honestly, probably the best match of WrestleMania last year. But now you have this narrative that Bianca is trying to get it back. And she had a do-drop detour for a little while, as she said, but since that time, it's been Bianca chasing the championship by and large, and now she gets her opportunity. And Becky has been... Very heelish. She had tried to cut Bianca's hair, as we know, last week. Bianca then <laughs> turned the t- turned the tables and cut Becky's hair. And many people interpreted that as kind of a heelish thing to do. I mean, I went over that in my weekend review, or uh, I don't know, I've done so many shows now. It might have been last night's uh, mailbag, but I I don't think it was a heel turn that was no. th- that, that was an intentional. I think it might have been just something that they maybe didn't think through. And I don't think Bianca has. 
the momentum she did last year. I think that the, the crowd isn't as behind her. I think they're in support of her. I don't think they'll boo her, but I think there'll be a bit of a mixed support for Bianca. I think it'll be 75-25 in support of Bianca. And I, so long-winded answer of who I think is going to win. Man, um, I, I, I do think that... I'm just to just to oppose you. I'm going to go with Bianca. My heart wants to say Becky because I think Becky retaining again would be fun. But mm-hmm. I think Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair will win just because this whole long story started like five months ago or six months ago at SummerSlam, and it's just the traditional babyface climbing the mountain story. And I think yeah. Bianca will win despite the fact that she got the upper hand on Raw. Yeah, I mean. I also, so if Bianca does win, what I could see happening is I honestly would love to see Bianca turning heel. I think she would do a great job at it. I know we saw, or y'all, when I wasn't watching, saw a little bit of Bianca. Wasn't she a little bit of a heel with the Street Profits back in like the COVID era? Yes. Okay, so I think she would, I think she would do a great job at being a heel, and I could see her getting the title. Um, getting a big head and kind of making that slow turn. And then, you know, you have Becky on the other side, probably goes unhinged, goes a bit crazy. And I think at some point they build her up to be a baby face, um, maybe possibly have her go to SmackDown at the draft, kind of full circle it. Uh, but something I want to bring up that I just I thought was really awesome was so. Becky, when she got her haircut, you know, she got the you deserve it chance. Mm-hmm. Becky has built this character from day one. Let's go back to the man and built this crazy, unstoppable baby face that wasn't even planned. And, you know, the the raw after WrestleMania 35, uh, when she came out with the two belts, she got these, I mean, chance every other second and then. The last time she got you deserve it chance was that that raw and they were saying you deserve it mm-hmm. and now to come full circle with her being the complete opposite character and now getting you deserve it chance in the complete opposite way I think I mean that whole the whole character like turnaround is crazy to me I think I mean, that's like picture perfect, like what you would want from your um, superstars to do with their characters. And I could I want it to come all the way, you know, back around full circle to her being a baby face. But I think she's going to go a little crazy if she loses the belt and we'll see like a, a side we haven't seen. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing that either. So either way, it's going to be a great match. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the other part of that is we're going to see, I think, if given enough time, because you always got to make sure that they're not cut short on time. If something happens, I I hope that they do get whatever's allotted to them, 15 minutes, 18 minutes, whatever it is. And I think they could both have a killer match to the quality of Sasha Banks and Bianca last year. And, you know, as far as Becky's haircut goes, I I, I kind of look at it as like an 80s hairband haircut. Like she's got Mm -hmm. like that that rocker 80s look. And I think it's awesome. I mean, like. 
yeah, I think it, works. Was, it does. It works. I mean, Becky Lynch is a just she is obviously a very attractive female, but I think that anything she does with her hair is it just seems to work like she hasn't screwed anything up from her uh, appearance and attire as far as I know yeah. uh, since she's really been in WWE. But um, that aside, you're right. And this haircut is usually maybe it's symbolic of a change coming for her. Maybe, like you said, she loses the belt and then just loses her mind. And it could be a symbolic kind of uh, foreshadowing for what's coming. And so, yeah, maybe it, I guess it strengthens my case for Bianca winning. But again, guys, don't put money on this one. This one is insanely <laughs> – there's never been a 50-50 yeah. toss-up like this. At least on, on the entire card, this one to me is the most difficult to predict out of the entire two nights. Uh, so, you know, th that said, I mean, I, I don't have much more to say about this. Or Do you have any closing on this match before we move on? Yeah, I actually have a question for you. Where do you predict this match is going to be in night one? Do you think they're going to put it before Charlotte and Ronda, after Charlotte and Ronda? Um, before. I, yeah. I, I think it's going before. The reason is because I think that they, they still – Yes, that's it. You got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, it's going to be real <laughs> – it's going to be an eye-opener for, uh, I think – WWE when when they realize that this match is going to go on before and it's going to get the 10 times bigger reaction oh. and it's it's going to be I think it's going to be a little embarrassing. I can't wait. We'll get to that match. I, I really cannot wait to hear the WrestleMania crowd, which is the most dedicated hardcore audience that goes because they're the ones that are shelling out thousands of dollars between travel <laughs> tickets food, merchandise, if you're bringing mm -hmm. a family. I mean, you, you're taking time off work. Like, it's a commitment. So if you're going to WrestleMania in Dallas and you're going these two nights, you are the ones that are keeping WWE afloat. I mean, they're, you're the ones who are the, the most loyal of the loyal, and I can't wait to hear what they have to say with <laughs> Ronda and Becky, or Ronda and Charlotte. We'll, so we'll get to that match. I, I mm, Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let, let's move on, though. I do want to ask you about Logan Paul and the Mysterios. Okay, out of all the matches, I, I got to say, out of all the matches on the entire card, including the women's tag title match, this is the one to me that is just, a, it's not as, um, it, I don't have a whole lot of emotional investment in this match, let's just say. It, it's <laughs> very, it, it's here because Logan Paul is a social media megastar, and regardless of what you think about him on a personal level, he is, he's got one of the most, the, the most, fierce and uh, by, uh, I guess, polarizing followings of all time on social media. He's done some things questionable in the past. He's reconciled them, whatever. He's got a massive following. That's why he's in this matchup. I don't expect to, him to be at the level of Bad Bunny, even though he's more athletic and stronger and faster. Bad Bunny, sometimes, sometimes you don't need to have all of those attributes to be a great performer. Even though Logan Paul, I think, has better tools in this toolbox then does bad bunny bad bunny set the bar almost to an unachievable level for a celebrity to come in. So I think Logan Paul will be okay. I think he'll take some bumps. Um, do I think that Logan Paul and the Miz are going to win? I actually think they might. Um, I'm going to go with Logan Paul and the, and the Miz winning and then Logan Paul maybe turning on the Miz. Um, however, mm. you know, that, I, I think the Mysterios could win as well, but I don't know. What do you think? Um, I'm with you. I have The Miz and Logan winning this. I don't think it'll be a terrible match by any means, but, I mean, I wouldn't expect, like, a five-star match either. Um, I think Logan Paul will do 
better than people expect him to do. And that's just, I mean, honestly, on a level of because people don't like him, so they expect him to do bad. So I think I think he'll go a little above the bar. Nothing, like, too crazy, though. Um, I saw a training video where he was training with The Miz, and uh, his, I think, one goal he said that he has for this match is going off the top rope. So I'm interested to see that, how that works. Um, I don't know. I... I have no like real feelings with the Mysterios in general. So even if I didn't have a prediction, I honestly wouldn't care. Um, this seems, I mean, I hate to say it like a, like a kickoff, like a pre-show kind of match you would have. Um, but I think the Miz and Logan Paul have the great, a great tag team. I know it's not going to last. I mean, maybe, but, they have like the same personality, you know, the same big heads. They work well together, like not rest. I don't know wrestling, but like on the mic with each other. So I don't know. I'd love to see them together in the future. Cause they, like I said, they have the same exact personalities, but that's interesting. You think uh, Logan's going to turn on the Miz. What do you think? Why do you think he's going to do it? Well, I think that, well, here's the thing. I, I know that this is more than likely going to be a one-off, and more mm-hmm. more than likely he's going to disappear into the, the ether after WrestleMania, yeah. as all celebrities do. Uh, and usually, usually they have the celebrities win their matches. Usually. Usually they do that, and Logan Paul, mm-hmm. I think, is going to be booed. He's not a likable person, i got to say. Uh, <laughs> he's not inherently likable. Like You have to try to like him. It's not impossible, mm-hmm. but he's just got the just automatic knee jerk. This guy's kind of a d bag. It, it just that's just the way he is, and that's great to be yeah, a it's heel. His persona. And I'm glad they booked him as a heel rather than trying to force him down our throats as a babyface, which they do too many times when celebrities come in, as we're just supposed to automatically accept them into the group, and that's not how it works. So him being booked as a heel is great. I think it works, and I think if he gets his victory, then great. He gets to uh, celebrate in the ring with the Miz, but then I think Miz could uh, get jealous of Logan Paul maybe scoring the victory, and Logan Paul gets shoved around by the Miz, and then Logan Paul lays out the Miz, and I guess trying to turn Logan babyface, even though he's just going to disappear the next night. Uh, I I think they're going to try to make him shine, even though he's going to get beat up a bit, probably hit a double six, one, nine, all that. Um, You know, I I could be wrong. This could be just a Mysterio flat out victory. And they both uh, just, you know, put their heads down and tuck their tails and walk up the ramp. You know, so um, this again is not one that I'm really super invested in, but I like Mm -hmm. you're right. I mean, the Miz and Logan Paul seem to work well because they do have similar personalities. So that, I mean, that's what I think. I, you know, I, I, I won't be sad if that doesn't happen, but I, yeah. I just don't think the crowd will endear themselves to Logan. No matter what they I, I don't think no matter what WWE does that they will cheer for Logan Paul. I, I, I just don't think that's going to happen so they can try. I totally agree. All right. Well, let's move on to a match much more interesting, and that is <laughs> Seth Rollins versus. Well, versus the unannounced but heavily rumored and worst-kept secret in all of pro wrestling the last two months of Cody Rhodes. And, um, you know, I don't I don't foresee, first of all, let, let's just go with that assumption, okay? There's just no way. Let me, Grace, do you foresee them doing anybody else other than Cody Rhodes? And if they do, what <clears throat> would be the reaction? As, as uh, you know, you pointed out in your email last night, could it be, like, Shane McMahon, for God's sakes, or could it be anybody else? You know, I don't even, (laughs) 
I don't even want to put it out into existence. Like, I feel like saying it is like a bad omen. <laughs> I feel like speaking it into existence, it could possibly happen. <laughs> and honestly, like I said earlier, if if I hear, here comes the money, I'm oh. going to lose my freaking mind. Like, I think a remote might go through my TV. I And I don't even want to, like, think about it happening. Like, I don't even want to think about that thought at all because i could see just everyone you know chanting cody 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 and then the freaking song hits and but no we're not gonna say it's gonna happen that's that's not happening that won't happen i'm putting that i'm manifesting that and putting it into existence it will be cody rhodes i'm very excited to see the kind of pop he gets um just I don't know if it's being Cody Rhodes. I think it's more of the first, like you said on the mailbag, it's going to be because it's the first star to come from AEW. And he was a big part of AEW. So it's not like some, you know, just a wrestler from AEW. It's one of, cause he co-founded it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I think the pop will be fantastic when he walks out and I'm going and notice how I said when he walks out, um, but if, uh, that is true and Cody Rhodes walks out, um, I think Cody will take the win on it. That to me, yeah, this one is a much more confident decision on my part and many others that it could, it likely is going to be a Cody Rhodes victory again, assuming let's just go with the net narrative because if it's anybody else, the crowd's going to crap all over it. I mean, really outside so, of it. Well, go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to say, so we, if we have Cody winning, or do you have Cody winning? Yes. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, yep. <laughs> um, what's going to happen? Do you think that'll, like, fire, put a fire underneath, like, a rivalry between them? Or what's going to happen yes. to Seth after that? The problem is, and, and Anthony DeMarco and I were talking about this, how many big uh, losses has Seth Rollins taken over the last several years? He's an excellent talent. He's so good on the mic. He's finally found himself as this kind mm -hmm. of hybrid between the Messiah and his previous gimmick. Like He's got his legs underneath him, so to speak, and they keep hammering him with big <clears> loss <throat> after big loss after big loss. And he's so talented that he does he's able to recover, but how many times can he be knocked down on a massive stage like WrestleMania and continue to get up? You know, Seth Rollins does not have a good track record, but I do think that Cody Rhodes will win. And to your point, to your question, I think it'll be a multi-pay-per-view, multi-premium live event uh, run. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be just one and done. I do believe it's probably going to go through, excuse me, backlash and probably the pay-per-view after that. And uh, Rollins will get a victory in between there, but Rhodes will probably end up winning the thing uh, ultimately, and uh, he'll win tomorrow night on, on at WrestleMania. I do believe that, yeah. So if the brand split is coming, um, which, in my opinion, I think it might be coming, I could see, you know, this rivalry happening, and then maybe in a future premium live event, um, you have, and if Roman is st still has the title, you have a fatal four-way with Drew, uh, Cody, Seth, and Roman mm -hmm. for the title. And I don't know when, like I said, but I could see that happening in like a future premium live event. I could, yeah. I mean, why not? And and we won't know. There, I mean, I would assume 
the assumption is, but you can't ever assume at WWE with their whole uh, really just complete incoherence of, uh, of following their own brand draft rules, is if Cody faces Seth, is he automatically drafted to Raw? Does that mean he's a part of Raw, or is he mm-hmm. just ambiguous? It's just kind of this amoeba that floats around. They don't tell us where he is. He's just kind of everywhere. I mean, so yeah, I, I would assume logic would tell you that it's Cody Rhodes on Raw if he faces Seth, but we don't know for sure, and... Yeah, I, I. But however, that that said, um, I do foresee Cody Rhodes being in a main event with Roman Reigns over the next five to six months, somewhere yeah. in there. And like, to your point too, Seth Rollins has unfinished business with Roman. There's unfinished, would love to see that. Nobody fought. They they never followed up with the massive beatdown that was put on Seth at Survivor Series with with the whole Shield get up. They never follow up with that. He just accepted the beating and moved on. And it's like, wait a minute. You know, I know Seth is a baby or a heel and, and Roman is a heel, too, but they got to follow up with that at some point. So they left that little loophole open. And I think they could come back to that with Rhodes involved as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Let's get to Drew McIntyre and happy Corbin. You go first. All right. This is my sleeper pick for a really good match. Um, like I said, not because of the story, because um, it hasn't been anything special, but because of the wrestlers themselves. They, they're they both good in the ring. I think they'll put on a very, um, a very good match. I really am curious to see what happens with the whole end of days. Um, if he'll, if Drew will kick out of it or he actually hits it on him. Um I'm going to go with Drew winning this. Uh, if Happy Corbin wins this, that'll be a it'll be a twist. Um, but I think Drew will definitely pull it through. Um, is Madcap going to be ringside? I haven't seen anything on that. I, you would assume he is, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he is. So maybe yeah, Madcap gets involved and. Actually, what I could see happening is Madcap getting involved, kind of costing Happy Corbin the match, and then that starts the fallout between Madcap and Happy Corbin because the jokes haven't been landing lately, and you kind of have that little rift between them right now. Um, and I think that will get elevated after this match. I think he'll do something in the match that messes everything up, and then they'll start having a falling out. And then we'll get a Madcap versus Happy Corbin match some down, sometime down the line. Um, but I think Drew te- definitely takes this win. This is a match that I could see opening the, the entire pay-per-view. And I think it actually would help this match because Drew, they, they, I can guarantee you, it's almost guaranteed that when they open the show, it's going to be a baby face opening the show. At least their entrance will be first. And I, I think Drew McIntyre yeah. opening WrestleMania with the very first entrance would get a big reaction. Oh, the, yeah, the, definitely. The crowd is they're at their freshest, even though if they, even if they've gone through the pre-show, this is the the the, the the main show, I think mm-hmm. Drew would get a big reaction and it would help this match rather than being buried towards the end of the night. And I think people would be more invested than they would otherwise two and a half hours later towards the end of the night. So I, I think that first, whatever that's worth to anybody. But um, that said, I, I expect a solid match. I don't expect, I, I really don't expect this to be somebody's match of the night contender. I don't think yeah. that'll happen, but if it does, yeah. Hey, great. Um, but I just don't think it's in Corbin's nature to have that kind of a match. It's not how he wrestles. 
Uh, Corbin is very solid fundamentally, but I don't think that's really going to lend itself to being a, a, a five-star classic. And I don't think this one's going to have a whole lot of time either, probably 10, 12 minutes, um, maybe 13, 14, 15 at the very most. But uh, you're right. I think Mad Cat Moss here is the wild card, but a wild card that's going to cost Corbin. And Corbin gets frustrated with him after losing, probably mm-hmm. taking two or three Claymores. I think Drew's going to just knock his head off. Oh, that's going to be great. And then Mad Cap's going to get in the ring. The the music the uh, will stop, and maybe Corbin shoves Mad Cat Moss to the ground and uh, it leaves the ring, or they brawl, and Mad Cat Moss is get I think would get a decent reaction uh, in a in a babyface way. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. This is going to lead to the split. He's going to Corbin's going to blame Mad Cat Moss over the next few weeks for his loss, and McIntyre mercifully moves on to another program <laughs> starting on Friday next week. Um, like you said, uh, with uh, Drew getting a good reaction, you know, starting it off with an opening match. You, when I showed you the or told you about the stage, um, you looked it up. How sick is Drew? I already love Drew's entrance, but mm. how sick is his entrance going to be on that stage? I think it's going to be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It'll definitely get everyone hype. Agreed. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you know what? It's. I feel so bad for, for Drew McIntyre, who just can't catch a break in his career because <laughs> he not only is not in the main event, he's with Happy Corbin. It is, it is, a de, is it a demotion from his previous years? Yeah, it kind of is. But with Happy Corbin, on the flip side, this is his biggest match of his career. Uh, so, you know, there is that. You're helping build new stars, all that kind of thing. But for, for Drew, I mean, being finally being crowned champion, the crowd was organically behind him at WrestleMania at 36 uh, after eliminating Brock Lesnar in the Rumble and he wins the championship in front of nobody. I mean, it's just Drew just can't catch a break, and now he's going to be presumably the opening match. Uh, at least he's back in front of the crowd, and I think he will be moving on, thank God, to another program uh, after this is done. There just can't be another one. So, all right, let's move on and talk about the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, I just made a case for Drew opening the show, but couldn't you also see Rick Boogs coming out and and doing his – his opening entrance for Shinsuke at the beginning of the pay-per-view. I mean, I, I oh, wow. you know what I mean? Like I could also yeah. see Rick Boogs opening the show um, with Shinsuke because he is, I he's more over than Shinsuke at this point. He has, mm-hmm. I think superseded Shinsuke in, cur- in terms of crowd reaction. So I'll let you take this match first. I, okay. So there's a couple of things about this match. I, I like Rick Boogs. Um, I'm not, I, I don't really have any um, strong feelings about Shinsuke Nakamura. I think he's a good wrestler, but I, I don't, I get more excited for Rick Boots when he comes out than Shinsuke, I think, as does most people now. Um, but for this match, okay, so let's say the unspeakable happens and Brock wins against Roman. I could see in that case the Usos losing the titles because then you see the whole bloodline starting to fall apart with Roman losing his title and the Usos losing their title and it kind of all starts to crumble underneath their feet. Um, But this is a weird one because if the Usos lose their title and Roman, I will get to that later, but retains his it's going to be a weird like they won't have the titles but they'll be behind him and then he'll be mad at them for losing and it's it'll be like a weird i don't know how to even explain that but 
with Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura winning, I I would rather see Rick Boogs be a single competitor. Um, so I don't really by any means like want them to win. Um, but I think that Usos will retain. I know a lot of people think that they're going to lose the titles, but I just think that'll be a really weird dynamic with them losing the titles and then Roman retaining his. I don't know. What do you think? So I'm going to, this is a tough one too, but given that WrestleMania is normally as a general rule of thumb, the time when baby faces overcome the heels, it's that top of the mountain. They finally get their hands on the heel and they overcome and win the championship or win their blow off match with that in mind this is not a setup pay-per-view as many of the other pay-per-views were the last several months this is it um i, I think that shinsuke and rick boogs probably win and i yeah. think the, the argument for that is not that the usos in the bloodline holding the belts as tag champions doesn't help but rick boogs is they know that he's over right now and yeah they they know what he's doing is working why not crown him at the biggest stage that they have of at least a tag champion with Shinsuke. They've got something there. Let's let's take it and run. And the Usos have held the belts for 250 plus days. It's, you know, I mean, nothing wrong with that. And I think it's time to just, it's time to get behind Rick Boogs and Shinsuke, mostly Rick Boogs, and elevate them. You know, the tag team divisions yeah. are often forgotten. So when they have a tag team that's actually over, Let's move with it. And I think that Rick Boogs and Shinsuke, again, this is really about Rick Boogs, but Shinsuke's along for the ride. Uh, so I think that's the argument for it. Now, the other issue you mentioned about, well, Roman, how that would be weird. Well, I mean, I there's been many times over the last year and a half in which they have lost matches or lost a championship over the last year and a half, especially when it was just Jey Uso. And Roman would just, he would be mad at them. I mean, he addressed it. And he would kind of look down on him, saying, you disgrace our family and all these things, and you need to redeem yourself. I mean, he, he's not going to kick him out of the bloodline, but he's going to uh, he, he's going to punish them in a way that is consistent with his character. Just, mm -hmm. just looking down on them, talking about how you're bringing shame to our family, and that I'm the one that puts the bread on the table. How does this make me look, right? It's all yeah. about me, me, me. So I, there's a way to do it and still have Roman retain, which, again, we'll get there. But um, so that's my thought. That's my case for Rick Boogs and Shinsuke winning. I think it's slightly stronger than the Usos retaining, at least in my mind. Yeah. I mean, now, honestly, this was a toss up for me. And the only reason it's not that I don't want Rick Boogs and Shinsuke to win. It's just it was hard for me to, like, think of the Usos losing and, like, not having the titles. But, you know, what? I'm going to. Uh, if I'm allowed to, I'm gonna change yeah. my prediction because I think you you just talked me into it. Like, <laughs> don't blame me. See, now, now I, you. <laughs> I got. I'm not gonna blame you. I, I mean, maybe I might blame. You. No, but I I I think that you yeah you have a good a picture there. I I'm gonna go with Brick Boots and Shinsuke winning because you made a very good point of they want to elevate Rick Boots because they see how many people are behind him, and it would be a great stage to do it on. So I think I think you're right with that. I, I'm gonna go with 
and switch my answer to Rick Boots and Shinsuke. <laughs> and now the Usos are going to win, right? Like, that's how this works. Yeah, I, I, I do this. I, I do these preview shows, Lord. especially with like other people. I've done this with Ashley and others, and I've I've done I've made a good case, and then I convince them, and then the opposite <laughs> happens, and I look like the jerk. Matt, uh, so <laughs> I'm going to be watching this, and if, and if the freaking Usos retain, I know, I know. I'm gonna you'll it, be getting it is one hundred percent my fault. Message. Yes, I know, I know. A lot of four letter words in that message, but uh, yeah. So I, and I'm, I'll take full responsibility. But um, the other thing is too, the Usos. I think while they they are one of the most well known and future Hall of Fame tag teams, I think that right now they're they're carrying those belts as an accessory rather than a focus of of the, the the show. I mean, they're tag champions, but oftentimes they're kind of forgotten as tag champions. Like the tag team championships are there as just kind of a prop for them to elevate the bloodline rather than it being its own entity and other teams focusing on it. It's, it's kind of hidden in the bloodline when right now you have a hot team that could bring it to the forefront and have other teams compete for it. So uh, that's the other case, but all right, now that I've convinced you, let's see if I can convince you on this one. Although I think we might, I don't know this next match here, the Charlotte flair and Ronda Rousey SmackDown women's championship. I'm going to take this first. Mm. Um, This one's okay. It's going to get me riled up. This is Okay. Let me, let me just say this before I give my answer. I can't wait, as I alluded to a few minutes ago, I can't wait to hear how the crowd reacts to Ronda Rousey, especially the crowd that I just outlined, the demographic, the type of crowd that's going to be there in Dallas, the tens of thousands, if not close to 100,000 people in AT&T Stadium. I am very interested to hear how Ronda Rousey is received, very, especially as the match goes on, because I think, given my 25 years of watching wrestling, I usually, not all the time, I'm wrong a lot, but I think I normally have a, an idea of the pulse. I have my finger on the pulse, so to speak, of the, uh, the of the crowd that's about to ensue. And I believe that Ronda Rousey is going to get a, a, a solid negative reaction. And as the match goes on, it could get worse and worse and worse. I think that the, it'll be drowned out at the beginning of her entrance with the music and some cheers but I do believe as the match goes on, Ronda Rousey is going to get a more negative and more negative reaction. Even though Charlotte's a really good heel, I think there's a respect factor for Charlotte that is not there for Ronda. Yeah. Ronda's not nearly as hot as she was three years ago at WrestleMania 35. Uh, there's also the fact that she's not good at promos at all. Mm-mm. She's she's I mean, she's whisper quiet in her promos. Um, she has she actually was angry about using the word women in women's championship, (laughs) really just devaluing the championship that she's supposed to be chasing just right on air, not scripted. That was, that's really bad on her part. And she's kind of comes off as an arrogant D bag. I mean, I am not, which is why I think she should be a heel. I mean, if she was a heel, this would be a different story. I'd be singing a different tune, but I think the crowd reaction is going to be fascinating. Uh, for Ronda Rousey and Charlotte, they're going to do their best, but I don't believe that Ronda is going to get a massive babyface reaction that that they and she want. So that's the first very fascinating thing. The second is the quality of the match. Uh, I think we know what we get with Ronda. She has kind of an MMA style. She's still a really good athlete, but she's not your pro wrestler, and I think that limits what Charlotte can do. I'm, I'm I actually don't believe that Charlotte is excited about working with Ronda. I think she feels that Ronda is getting this match because of her name brand value that she's trying to hang on to and that it's she is going to be stifled and limited because Ronda is limited in the ring and they're not going to be able to put on the kind of match that Bianca and Becky are going to be able to put on. So um, I, I still believe it'll be a fine match. You'll have a lot of near falls, a lot of close submissions. I still it won't be an embarrassing match, but when you compare it to other women's matches, it's not going to be that, you know, uh, held that high. 
So who do I think is going to win? Number three, I think I, I hate to say it. My heart wants Charlotte, but I think they'll crown Ronda Rousey as champion. I, I don't want Ronda to, to win. Let me be very clear. But I think they're going to go with Ronda winning. So what do you you take it next? <clears throat> okay, so I feel like I have to preface this with um, so being a Becky Lynch fan. I mean, you have her two biggest rivals. Um, I don't like either of them, and it has absolutely. I mean, like like thirty percent of me has something to do with them being rivals, but the other seventy percent is I just don't like them as I mean I don't want to say as people but I just don't like their attitudes um I don't like what Rhonda has said in the past I don't like her the attitude she brings now Mm -hmm. like you said very arrogant egotistical um and and same with Charlotte I can respect Charlotte because she is an amazing athlete and she has done a lot for the company the women's roster as a whole um, but same with her attitude. I don't like things she says she has said in interviews. I don't like things that I've heard that have happened backstage. I think everything has to be about her or else it's not okay. Um, so I, so being unbiased, I'm being completely unbiased. I just, I don't like really either of them. I can respect one of them for their abilities. Um, so for this match, it's, it's not really a toss-up because I have Ronda winning this first and foremost, just solely because I think at some point they want to build up a match with Becky and Ronda, and they want Ronda had to have the belt and maybe Becky, no, not maybe, definitely Becky taking the belt off of Ronda in a pay-per-view premium live event. Sorry. <laughs> Let's call it a PLE because um, I'm used to saying PPV, like a PLE. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, I definitely see that happening without a doubt in the future. So I have Ronda winning this. Um, I don't really know what would happen to Charlotte after if um, she loses the title. But I don't – the quality of the match, I'm not expecting anything great. I think Charlotte will try her best. I don't like Ronda's um, way of uh, – fighting she has an interesting i mean it's like the mma kind of grappling take them to the ground with locks and stuff i don't think it's super interesting um she's not as good as she was and it's not saying much back when she was on the roster before she had a baby i don't um i don't think she's back at that level yet so like i said not saying much but I don't know. I think the quality of this match isn't going to be anything special. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be, uh, I don't expect it to be good. I think it'll be okay. Um, but I think Charlotte will definitely get the bigger pop coming out. Rhonda, I agree with you. Will It's going to seem like it. And then the music is going to drown it out and she's not really going to get like a re- the expected reaction that people think she might get. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to watch the match and see what comes of it. But I, I honestly don't really care who wins um, because of the people in it. Um, but I see Ronda uh, getting the title at the end. Yeah, I mean. Solely I because of the Becky in the future, like taking it off of her. That's solely because of that. Yeah, they have yet to do Becky and Ronda. I mean, like one on one. 
I mean, that was supposed to happen at Survivor Series back three years ago, and that didn't happen because she, Nia Jax broke her face, and then we all know what happened with the Triple Threat of Mania, and they never got the one-on-one, and I think that that was the match to happen, and now they're getting Charlotte and Ronda one-on-one when, yeah, they'll eventually get to Becky, Ronda one-on-one, but to me, I mean... Whenever we get there, Ronda should be the heel and Becky should be the babyface. Whenever mm-hmm. that happens, which is probably going to be, you know, later this year. Speaking of, uh, when that does happen, and that'll be fantastic. I yes, Ronda will be heel, Becky will be babyface. I think it will be amazing because with Becky, I you won't have to have her go away and come back to be a babyface. Literally, all you have to do is have her walk out in the man shirt and the house will literally erupt. Like the the fact that she could just like switch her attire and then change her attitude would it would like the place would go crazy. You wouldn't even have to do much to turn her back to babyface because people are like so ready to love her again so th- when that match happens that'll be fantastic the whole build up to that it's been a struggle for fans to hate becky as it is i mean they have really tried they have been swimming upstream with it for so long because becky is such a beloved uh, organically loved uh, wrestler and especially for the women's division and the, the the fans ever since SummerSlam four or five years ago when she slapped charlotte and turned heel which really turned her to the biggest star of all time in wrestling at that time they yeah. have really been struggling <clears throat> since her return in uh at SummerSlam to 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 get people to hate her and i think part of that um, is they haven't changed her music her music is just such I a hope baby they don't face. change it no, I, I don't want them to change it. I mean, it's it's iconic music and it's great music, but the problem is that you're also undercutting your goal of trying to get her heel because I mean, look what Edge did. He he got rid of his beloved entrance and now he's got this kind of dark rock music with the spotlight and the black suits and all that, and it's it's changed people's perspective. They can't. How do you cheer that? So yeah. I I think that again, while they haven't really done anything to change her music, it would help. Just because you know you you would you're trying to get her healed, but if that's not the case and you don't really care and you want to keep her music, that's fine. But um, the, yeah, the double sided sword of that though is you, we're really gonna put the trust in WWE's hands to changing it to a good song is like low. <laughs> that's my thing. I would be okay with it if they change it and it was like let's say it's the same, but it has like a darker side to it. But, like, if they change it to something completely different, and it would probably be not good, and then people would not be happy. And then you would even kind of boost Becky up even harder because people are like, why would you change your music? But, mm-hmm. you know, it All is right. what it is. Well, let's get to the main event. And I know but that you're many – You're excited for this one. I, I'm really excited for this. And, you know, I, I've heard a lot of talk about if how can a main event be a segment, right? Like, how can a main event of WrestleMania, which has never been done, just be a talk show? Right. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And there's a, the, the people that are angry that the women don't have a main event. I understand that. But when mm-hmm. you're talking about the biggest pro wrestler of all time, uh, of all time, the most popular, the biggest draw, he drew the biggest money, he drew the biggest ratings. He's still 20 years later. He hasn't had a match and is still getting the biggest pop when he comes out. That tells you everything you need to know about what this guy is. He is the definition of a, mo- a needle mover. And I think that this this match here, what well, I say match, but. Uh, this KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold, I mean, the roof is going to blow off the place, of course. I mean, people are going to lose their minds, and as they should. But does this evolve into a match? I think it does. I think it does evolve into a fairly quick match. Now, they'll probably sit down and have a few words. It won't take long before 
you know, you're, you're going to have your what's, you're going to have your catchphrases, you're going to have uh, the tension building and building and building, and Austin is then going to uh, assault or Kevin Owens. Somebody's going to strike first. It'll go into a brawl, and then uh, you know maybe Austin says, "Get a referee out here," and and then the brawl happens, and then you have an actual match, which will probably last five to seven minutes or so. It's not going to be a very long segment. I think Austin is using this as kind of a litmus test to see how he feels. Maybe leading into additional mat real matches with other bigger opponents that could happen next year at WrestleMania, maybe Roman Reigns, maybe Brock Lesnar, if that happens. So I do think it's going to evolve into some kind of short match. It's not going to be Rock and Eric Rowan at WrestleMania 30, whatever it was, in that seven-second match. This is going to be a legitimate five- to seven-minute match. Austin's going to be in great shape because the whole narrative that Kevin Owens has been putting out there is, oh, he's out of shape. He's sitting there drinking beer. He's not the same guy. And that's, I think, setting the stage. It's setting the table for Austin to take off his shirt or whatever and reveal to us, like, holy crap, like he looks exactly like he did back in 1999. I, and I have heard that reports that Austin is in incredible shape. So I think that's going to be the narrative, and Kevin Owens is going to be shocked, and he's going to get, like, 15 stunners. I mean, I, I think Kevin Owens is going to get stunned into oblivion. There's going to be a bunch of beer. People are going to be happy, and uh, Austin wins. So your, your take. Um. So what I think will happen... Uh, is Kevin will come out, he'll get into the ring. I think he'll actually cut like a little promo um, before Austin comes out. And, you know, last on Monday Night Raw, his promo was all about how he doesn't want to make this a match because I'm going to destroy him. And it was all about it being a match and he doesn't want it to be in a match. So I can see uh, Kevin coming out cutting a little promo, everything will be set up as for the, the KO show and then cutting kind of the same promo. And then all the Austin's music hits glass shatters. He comes out and walks into the ring. They have a stare down. He gets on the mic and goes, do you want to make this a match? Let's make this a match. And then you have your match. It'll be, you know, like you said, a short match beer will be spilled. Crowd will go crazy. Um, I'm honestly not quite sure. Um, you probably know better than I do, but for it being a test, if he can keep going for another match, if it is, then I could see him potentially having a match with Brock Lesnar just because there has been things said Mm -hmm. that he wants another opponent. His dream opponent would be Brock Lesnar. I think that would be a great match. Um, but I could definitely see that happening if it is a test for him. But overall, it will be a match. There's no way they have the main event as a show. No, they can't. They can't just have it as a talk segment and then Austin delivers a couple of stunners and some beer. As fun as that is, it still is not main event worthy because you have to have a match. And, yeah. and they've been talking about 19 years, 19 years, 19 years. You don't bring up 19 years since his last match and not have this be a match. If it was just going to be a talk show, you, you would label it as just a talk show. You wouldn't keep bringing up the fact that he hasn't wrestled in 19 years because Austin mm-hmm. has been in the WWE in and out over the last 19 years in many, many segments delivering stunners yeah. and beer and stomps. Like He's done a lot of physicality in over the last 19 years. 
but they never ever reference the 19 years until now so you mm-hmm. can't do that and not have a match so i think this is a masked match i don't think they wanted to label it a match because the expectation would go through the roof so they're kind of doing a, a bit of a a feat on either side of the aisle here where it's it's a talk show that's going to devolve very quickly into a brawl which is going to end up being a very quick match but a match nonetheless that ends up with austin winning and it, you're right if if this is a litmus test and it's Brock Lesnar. That to me would, I mean, that you talk about a a money match. Like people would lose their minds over that. And Rock, or rather, um, Stone Cold versus Roman Reigns. I mean, no one's really talking about that. But on SmackDown, uh, Roman Reigns said he would smash Austin, just like he's gonna smash uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I know it was in passing, but he did say that. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I'm not saying Austin's going to challenge for the championship and go on a run. Might no, but I think <laughs> it could be a one-off, massive main event for SummerSlam or likely WrestleMania if things all goes well. Austin's starting to feel it. He comes out of this with his adrenaline pumping. He feels great. He feels like he's, you know, feels like he's back in his old, uh, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, uh, a body. Again, this is a lot of ifs. But I think it is a test for maybe something bigger down the line at next year's WrestleMania or beyond. So, all right. Um, let's. Are you ready for night two? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, even, I don't really know what's on night two. Okay, I do now. <laughs> well, let's start. I mean, again, I'm on CBS Sports. The way they label it is they have title versus title up front. Let, let's just talk uh, about yeah, that. Yeah. Let's talk about the title versus title. Um, I don't. I want to leave that till the very end. So it's Roman Reigns, as we know, Universal Champion versus Brock Lesnar, who's the WWE Champion. And, you know, let me just say very quickly, I think that this match is going to be really good. And they have always had really good chemistry. Do I think it's going to knock our socks off? No, because we know exactly what to expect here. We've seen them in main events so many times that they they can't really pull out anything new that's going to go, oh, my God, jaw-dropping. As far as quality of match, you know it's going to be good to very good, no problem there. And hard-hitting, smashing, a lot of German suplexes, a lot of spears, a lot of F5s, a lot of power moves, as it should be. So that's definitely going to be the case, and I have no problem with that. He might even get his hands, Brock Lesnar, on Paul Heyman. Maybe he delivers an F5, which leads to a spear and Roman Reigns' victory. Maybe that that could happen. So let me just say this very simply. I think Roman Reigns retains, and I feel fairly, I feel pretty confident about this. Probably more confident than I should be. I'm gonna, I've been peddling this this uh, thought and this um, this conclusion for weeks and months now and i'm not going to waver from it now that i think that roman reigns retains after maybe brock finally gets his hands on paul Heyman, hits an f5 turns around and gets speared for maybe the i don't know the 18th time which finally takes brock down gets the victory roman standing there the crowd's booing and then the rock comes out confronts roman rock bottoms him and that leads to a year build of rock and roman or maybe a six-month build to SummerSlam. You know, who knows? But they can't leave the crowd pissed off. I mean, Vince has been very public about that for years. He's said it many times that he likes to send the crowd home happy. And while it would be heat-generating, I think the crowd would be like, more of Roman Reigns, who could possibly be next? And I think The Rock could be next, leading to a year build. So that's how I see it going. I'm not changing my answer now. But I could be totally wrong. What is? What do you think is going to happen? I agree with you on that solely because I would love to see that happen, like The Rock coming out and just confronting Roman. Um, that would be an insane pop if The Rock's music hit. I mean, like 
we were talking about earlier, this is the first WrestleMania that's at like a full house. So if that happened, that would be absolutely insane. But overall, I have Roman retaining. Um, I think it'll be a great match as well. I, I don't think they'll let us down on that one. Um, if Brock, but somehow Brock won, I don't even want to think about that. I'm just, I'm over the rivalry. They've, they've done all they can with it. Um, Roman will definitely retain. I, okay, so with Brock Lesnar, <laughs> I was so upset when back at the Royal Rumble, when he came out of the Rumble and he won it and he just, you know, F5'd everyone and threw everyone out of the ring. I was like, that is the most disappointing. I know some people really liked it, but it was so disappointing to me. So I don't even want to know what my mind will be at if he somehow wins this match. So I'm really hoping Roman retains and also really hoping he retains so The Rock can come out because that will be freaking awesome. So I'm with you on this one. I, I, I agree with your prediction, not only of Roman re- uh, re- winning, but Rock coming up, uh, out as well. Just because the, the other thing is, and if you've listened, and, and those of you that are, um, that are you know, avid listeners of the show know that I've been saying, you can't label this match the biggest WrestleMania match of all time no. and not have something like that planned. Like that, you're telling me that this is ahead of time. Not afterwards. You're telling me ahead of time that this is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, which means it is the biggest match on the biggest show that has ever occurred ever in the company, and which is insane and stupid, and I, yeah. I hate the marketing of that. But you can't tell me that and then have just Roman standing there with the belts. He's got both belts. He's holding it up over a bloodied Brock Lesnar, and people are, you know, the the, the announcers are saying, and who the hell can stop Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you yeah. can't end it like that. Um, while I understand it would be good for his heel character continuing the heat, you can't you can't label this match the biggest WrestleMania match of all time and not have something like The Rock coming out to end it and rock bottom him and stand there and the crowd loses their minds. You, you just, you can't. Um, and if they do, I'll be very disappointed. Well, I, I want Roman to win because it's best for the, the story and Brock should not win. Um, I just, you, you gotta have something bigger than just those two. Um, so anyway, uh, what, any other um, thoughts on that? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just thinking about this and this would be, let's say the rock was busy and he, he can't show up. What if, this is a big what if, but what if Seth loses his match against Cody, The Rock doesn't show up, but Seth's music hits, and he comes out, somehow has the contract, still, they come out, they come up with a way to have his contract, it's a WrestleMania 31 repeat, the second heist of the century, he comes out and just obliterates Roman. It takes the title, and then that starts a whole rivalry with them, and that's how they can get that back on the rails. I mean, that's a big what if, but I would go crazy if that I happened. would accept that. I actually would accept it, and I would actually understand how they get there. Even though Seth isn't a briefcase holder, if anyone remembers, Seth won a tournament or a gauntlet, I couldn't remember, for a one-on-one match, I think with Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship at the time, and it turned mm-hmm. into some fatal four-way or something. 
And I said, it's going to come back because Seth is going to realize that he never got what was contractually obligated to him, and he got a fatal four-way instead of a one-on-one. So that's the only avenue I could see where it would make sense uh, for him to be able to make that happen. I would accept that if The Rock's not available. I mean, can you just picture that? I mean, just he's Mm -hmm. just standing there with bow belts, and all of a sudden you hear... Burn it down. The crowd would lose oh it. Oh my god. It would be hilarious. It would be, the, the, yeah, yeah. I would like oh that I would love if that happened. But <laughs> let's say let's let's go with that. If the rock doesn't show up, I'm I'm really rooting because Seth's gonna lose to Cody. I I kinda have that. They're not gonna have Cody return and then have him lose. Okay, so Seth, if that happens, Seth's gonna lose. That would be a perfect segue. I mean yeah. picture perfect. In WrestleMania thirty one, he lost to Randy Orton earlier in the night. And mm-hmm. you just exactly. kind of forgot about it. And you're like, oh, yeah, wow, exactly. he lost. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, the crowd would explode. The crowd oh, would, would explode be... and realizing that, oh, my God, what is this WrestleMania 31? Seven years later, he does the same damn thing and is champion again. I mean, I would I would totally accept that. I'm, Even going, if, yeah. I'm going with that as my prediction. OK, cool. I would love if The Rock came out, but that's I'm going to go with Seth. As a as a prediction of him coming out. Okay? I like it. Yep. Nope. So either way, I both of us have something happening after Roman retains. Something mm-hmm. big, and it has to. You can't use that marketing and not have something like that. So I'm totally on board for that. Cool. All right. So let's uh, let's get on to another match here. The match that many believe, including myself, could be and has the likelihood of being the match of the night. Edge versus AJ Styles. And yeah, this absolutely has the potential to be the match of the night. I think that if given 15, 20 minutes, they could absolutely kill it. Both are beyond ring generals at this point. I think that they both have a, a lot left in the tank. They've got a good story going into this. And I think that this is this the quality of the match is going to be excellent. There's no doubt about that. If it's going to be the match of the night, remains to be seen. But beyond the quality, which is going to be through the roof, I expect that AJ Styles probably wins this matchup. And then, again, they have a multi-match program going through Backlash and the following pay-per-view that Edge maybe ends up winning the whole thing. But I think AJ gets the victory here. It's not an easy match to call because Edge just turned heel and maybe you want some momentum behind that heel character. And you can make a case for Edge winning. So I have AJ. Who do you have? I have Edge winning this. And that's because I heard that I heard today that they really want to do a heel faction for Edge. And Damian Priest is at the top of that list to be in that faction. So I have Edge winning this because they want to make him, you know, the the head of that faction, you know, the big dog. Um, so I have – I it's going to be a fantastic match. I agree. Um, but I have Edge winning this for sure um, just because of the faction, to be honest. And I'm all for it. Factions are a lost art. I mean, when is the last time we've seen a really good faction? I mean, I know the bloodline, but on Raw, where is a really good faction, right? The Hurt Business? The Hurt Business is a joke because they made it a joke, which was unfortunate. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm all for a good faction that helps helps out younger stars who get that rub from the older, seasoned, veteran, grizzled talent of Edge – and uh, absolutely. And, and you, that, you know, that's why I said this is also a very difficult match to call. I'm, st- I'm going to stay by my guns here. You're, you make a case. I'm trying to resist changing my pick. Uh, it's, it's, a very, it's a very large temptation, but I'm going to stick with AJ Styles. 
just because it's WrestleMania, and also AJ Styles has yet to get his hands on Edge, and Edge has been re- getting essentially the um, the upper hand over the last month. He didn't show up to Raw. He hit the concerto. AJ has not he's not got a lick of revenge yet, and so there is that too. But um, both of these again, if you're a, if you're a person that bets on WrestleMania, I would also kind of stay away from this one. This one scares me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, anything else before we move on to the women's tag team uh, title match? Uh, I was just going to ask you, who do you think besides Damien for that faction? Who do you mm. think would be a good pick to Ooh. put in there? I'd have to look at the raw roster and see who's not doing anything, right? Uh, yeah. The hell, uh, without me pulling up the raw roster, hold on. Um, but do you have? Well, while I'm pulling that up, do you have somebody in mind? I mean. I would have to look at the roster too, but I'm trying to think of good heels right now that aren't top of the list, but like kind of, kind of like the mid card, so they could build them up more. Um, you have Austin Theory possibly, but his personality doesn't really match Damon, Damien's and Edge's because they have a more dark, um, mm. dark personality. So it would be interesting if he's in it because then he would be all, you know, frat boy, um, cocky. But I don't think it would match very well. But I, I don't know. I'd have to look at the roster as well. I mean, I'm looking at it. There's not a lot of, to choose from. I got to say, I mean, Apollo Cruz, who hasn't done Jack, you know, yeah. um, which is really sad. I mean, you got Apollo Cruz, of course, Damien. Um, wow, there's not a lot. Uh, what, if, <laughs> what if you have Riddle, who when they have a falling out, when him and Orton mm-hmm. have a falling out, he uh, gets uh, turned to the dark side. Yeah. Per se. I mean, that's a stretch, but, you know. Oh, Gable Stevenson. What about him? <laughs> he's he's actually a oh, member of the Raw that's, roster. That's true. Yeah. He's on here. He, I, could I mean, be, he could be brought out as a debut. I could see that. Or Veer Mahan. He's coming oh. April 4th, guys. <laughs> he's coming April 4th. We got Veer Mahan. We're on a Veer, Veer Mahan watch, right? Yeah, uh, screw so. a Veer Mahan watch. I know that might be blasphemy, but I'm on a freaking Alexa Bliss watch. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to ask you about her that. at the end of the show. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I was going to ask you about returns, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at the end here. But oh, yeah, All right. Sure. Well, let's, uh, let's rock it through this here. Women's Tag Team title match, Queen Zelina and Carmella, Naomi, Sasha, Rhea, Liv, and Natalia and Shayna. Again, all these tag teams, by the way, guys, did they weren't in existence three weeks ago. Suddenly they just <laughs> band together people that don't have anything going on for WrestleMania to create the illusion that there's a women's tag division. And um, so we have, you know, I make fun of it, and it is very sad that they do this every year and that they can't just have an actual legitimate ta- women's tag division. I mean, hell, Queens, Lena, and, uh, and uh, Carmella were going unopposed with nobody in the division for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I, it's like a curse to, to have this championship. I mean, even when Bailey and Sasha won it in the inaugural match, they went into oblivion. The Iconics went into oblivion after winning it. It's it's a cursed championship. I would not want it. But that said, I'm still looking forward to the, this matchup because I think it was on Raw. They had a, um, a matchup with Rhea and Liv Morgan in a tag team match that ended up being really good. I mean, the crowd was chanting, this is awesome. So mm-hmm. even in a storyline that is just nonsensical and totally manufactured in terms of this tag division that suddenly exists out of thin air, is that these four teams are going to absolutely kill it. And I, I think this is my sleeper, is this match. Even though the Women's Tag Team Championship doesn't really mean a whole lot, I believe that the, these these women in the match, all eight women, are going to kill it. And the, they could be chanting, this is awesome, throughout the match. I, I really think that this could be a sleeper match. Ultimately, who do I think is going to win? 
probably Naomi and Sasha Banks. That's my guess. Uh, even though I don't want Naomi and or Sasha Banks in a tag team, they're the biggest name in this matchup. You could also make a case for Rhea and Liv as well. But, yeah, that's my pick. Naomi and Sasha in a surprisingly good This Is Awesome chant type of match. What about you? I have Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan winning this. Um I know I've heard some things about Queen Zelina and Carmella retaining. I just can't see them holding on the titles for any longer after WrestleMania. The tag team division, it's going to lose people after this. Because if my pick is right, uh, Naomi and Sasha won't stay. I hope, hopefully they won't stay a thing. I need them to be single competitors because they're better off as single competitors. Even though it's a nice little nostalgia moment of them being back together um, because of their faction back in 2016 um, with Tamina. It's nice seeing them together, but I don't want them together, so I hope they don't win the titles. Um, I don't really... I mean, Natalia and Shayna, if they win it, so be it. Like, Either way, I could see Rhea and Liv winning it because they've, they've have some... They have a lot of people behind them going into this match. A lot of people like them together. I've seen on social media people very much like them as a tag team. So I could see them winning it. The tag team, the women's tag team division, it just needs a jump start. And WWE has the solution like right in front of their face. And I don't know why they don't do it, but they in NXT, they have so much talent in the women's roster that all they have to do is bring up a few girls from the NXT from NXT because they just had a tag team tournament with their women and they had a crazy, they had so many tag teams. So uh, there's a few people I would love to see come up that would really kickstart the tag team division. Like Io Shirai, I would love to see her come up. Kaylee Ray, um, Raquel Gonzalez, um, Dakota Kai, they would be great additions, and you, there's your way to jumpstart the division into being an actual division. Um, and that's all they have to do, but I will they do it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you take you take two. There's two. There's two factors against that, and well, one big factor is Vince. I mean, he's the the straw that stirs the drink. But I think that the fact that Vince has never really been truly consistently focused. On the women's division, it's always been about the men normally. And then you add the fact that he never really cares consistently about the tag division. There's two strikes right there. I mean, you're talking about the women who he still kind of puts second rate, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the time. And a tag tag team wrestling in general, men or women, he has never really been focused on as his main priority. And that kind of lends itself to a tag team division that we didn't see at all. It didn't exist a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's it's not it's not good as far as that goes, but you, you're right. If you add more talent, at least establish a tag team division and keep it at least like three or three or four rotating teams that are at least, you, you know, they're always a tag team. Yeah. Uh, you know that they, they feel like a tag team. They come in as a tag team. They're not just thrown together like Sasha and Naomi were. 
And then you have an actual division. But as it stands right now, you don't really have a division. You have individuals that got thrown together for this matchup. And for the purposes of saying the women have a tag belt, see, they, they have a tag team championship. It's like, not really. Mm-hmm. Like, not, no, they don't really have one. So, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think New Blood would help. I mean, there's, there's of course, Asuka. Where is she floating out there? We don't know. Um, but, you know, could she come in with somebody? Yeah. I mean, we have, isn't Io Shirai, isn't she, who's the protector on SmackDown? Xylee. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So Xylee, where, where's she? Right, like, where is Zia Lee? I mean, where, who, is she off protecting the Nether Realm? Is she too busy? I mean, like, where is she? Right, like, Where's, she's, uh, she's such Leah? a protector. Where is she? Right, yeah. So, ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, um, let's let's move on here to a match that I am curious about from just a quality of matchup perspective, and that's Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. And I. Very, I will just say that I don't have high hopes for this matchup, despite Austin Theory being an excellent talent. He is now limited by Pat McAfee. That's no shot on Pat McAfee. He's not an in-ring consistent performer. He, he'll take some bumps. He'll hit some good shots. He'll give it, give it his all. And I think that the crowd understands that the bar is set pretty low because Pat is not a wrestler. He's an announcer. And, yeah, he was in the NFL, but he wasn't like a linebacker or a wide receiver. He was a kicker. And then you put him in the in the announce team. He doesn't exactly have the most imposing phys- physical stature either. So people understand what this is. And it's Pat McAfee, who's super over, and he will get he'll get a massive reaction from the crowd. I believe he's going to get a lot of support. He'll surprise us probably with a couple of moves. And that's great. Um, ultimately, I think it probably will be Pat McAfee winning this match. I think. I think Pat will win this match. Even though Austin Theory is Vince McMahon's protege, I think Austin or Pat McAfee will have his WrestleMania moment because Vince recognizes how over Pat is. And it'll be a feel-good moment. Now, how he wins, I don't know. Maybe Finn Balor, even though he's part of the uh, Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is a travesty in and of itself. Uh, that that United States champion, the guy that main evented Roman Reigns with Roman six months ago, is now in a throwaway match. It's absolutely embarrassing. But he could come out here to help Pat McAfee here because he has a rivalry with Austin Theory. So I think Pat wins by hook or crook, gets his WrestleMania victory, gets his revenge on Austin Theory, and we all celebrate. What about you? I have Pat winning this um, because, like you said, Vince likes the crowd to leave happy, so I think they want Pat to win, so I think that's what they'll give him. Um, I think even though it might seem like Pat is going to be limiting Austin Theory, which he is, but I think the upper hand that Pat has in this is that he has had a match before. I think it was with, like, Adam Cole, I think it was with. On NXT, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, he think he has the upper hand – on that end because he's not like he's never done it before. So he'll be used to being in the ring. And I think that how good Austin theory is, because he's a great wrestler. He's very entertaining in the ring and it's awesome talent to watch. I think he'll be able to help Pat and make it a good match. I don't think it'll be a bad match by any means. I think it will be a good match, not great by any means. I think it'll be a good match with Austin helping Pat through it and Pat, it not being his first time in the ring. So I think we'll be pleasantly surprised at some moves he does. But, yeah, overall, I have Pat winning this, taking taking it home. And I don't – yeah, like you said, I don't know how he'll win, but I think he'll definitely get the victory. 
Yeah, yeah, I think he will. And, you know, when you compare this, if you compare this to, like, Edge and AJ, like, that's not fair. I mean, like, if, if you put it side by side with Edge and oh, AJ yeah, Styles, no. like, you know, yeah, I mean, but th- we understand what type of match this is. And I think you have to go into this with a different lens than you would any other match because it's a essentially a non-wrestler that's in, yeah. in this matchup. And, but he's beloved. So I think that, um, yeah, it's going to be entertaining. It'll be fairly short, probably eight, ten minutes at most. And then uh, Austin Theory will uh, be looking up at the lights somehow, some way. Pat McAfee gets the victory. So, all right, let's move on here. Uh, Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. I really don't have much to say about this other than Johnny Knoxville. Sadly, <laughs> we can keep it short. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm just so angry. But I, I cannot stand Johnny Knoxville. I think he's been, I think he's been bad. Um, I know that they're bringing him in because he was a uh, he was a relevant star on TV 25 years ago, and suddenly Vince is like waking up to that. But I think that Johnny Knoxville is going to just take a lot of bumps because he that's what he does because Jackass is all about just destroying your body for stupid, simple minded entertainment. And Johnny Knoxville ends up beating Sami Zayn and which is going to be a, a travesty in and of itself, too. And that's it. I mean, I don't have much more to say about this. Uh, Johnny Knoxville somehow wins this matchup and that's it. Yeah, I mean, to keep it short, um, I have Sami Zayn winning this. Um, I know I've heard a good amount of people saying Johnny Knoxville is going to win, um, but since I have Logan Paul on the Miz winning, there's your celebrity win. I don't think every celebrity has to win. Um, I think Sammy will get the upper hand on him. I think he'll take. I think he'll take the win, and I don't know how, but I think it'll. He'll have to do something with you know Johnny's going to pull something out, and then he'll probably like use it on Johnny. But I have Sammy for this. Okay, I like it. I hope Sami Zayn. I hope it's a squash match, right? <laughs> as it should be. I mean, if it was real life, this, this would be an absolute squash. I mean, he hits him with like you know five haluba kicks, and then uh, that's it. I mean, he just knocks his teeth down his throat and wins the match, and that's it. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But um, I hope you're right. I my heart wants Sami Zayn to win in a very dominating fashion, but that's not going to happen with them. All this build from Rumble to now with Johnny Knoxville and all the silliness they've done, it's probably going to be a sadly competitive match that ends with John. At least I think Johnny's going to win, but I hope you're right. So, all right, before I get angry, let's move on two more <laughs> matches and then uh, we'll wrap things up here. The raw tag team championship, RK bro versus the street profits versus alpha Academy. This also has match of the night contender mm-hmm. on it. And I, okay. So let me just first say, I think that, um, probably, Oh, RK Bro drops the belt, no doubt. I think they mm-hmm. lose the match. I think it's going to be the Street Profits that win. Um, while I love Alpha Academy, I think the Street Profits haven't been really relevant in the tag division in a while. They also strangely attacked RK Bro on Raw instead of the Alpha Academy, which was weird. Kind of a, kind of a quasi-heel turn there. But mm-hmm. um, I think the Street Profits win, get back into relevancy in the tag division. And RK Bro, you start to finally see the cracks in the foundation where uh, maybe Matt Riddle takes the loss, Randy gets mad at him, shoves him, or is kind of conflicted, maybe even hits him with an RK, RKO, who knows. But this to me is all about, uh, first of all, for, first and foremost, an excellent, this is going to be an excellent matchup. You talk about five, uh, four or five or six, six guys here that are going to be absolute professionals and have the athletic prowess they have all the every, everything that you could want in a matchup this is going to be one of those matchups where people might, might chant the holy you know what i mean this could be the holy blank yeah. chant uh, match and um i'm really looking forward to it 
I think that this is not just about great quality match, but also the start of the the beginning of the end for Randy and Riddle. What about you? I agree. I have the Street Profits on this one. I think it will be the end of the chapter for RK Bro. I think it will be their fallout that leads to the next premium live event. Um, with them feuding, hopefully, in my opinion, I hope it's Riddle that turns heel, not Randy, because we've seen it before thousands of times. That in itself will be a fantastic story. This match will be a great match. I agree. It it has potential to be match of the night. You have all these competitors who every time they're in the ring, they overperform. It's never a bad match. So I am looking forward to seeing this. My boyfriend, Austin, he is a huge RK bro fan and he wants them to win. Um, but I think he knows I'm inevitably right <laughs> with the, as, as usual, um, <laughs> that the street profits will, will pull through. I just, I'm, I really want it to happen that RK burst what's up. Cause I think it will be such a good storyline. So yeah, that's all I have for that one. Yeah, this this is um this is a fun one. This is a really fun one from so many perspectives. I mean, storyline and uh, quality of matchup and the talent that's in this ring as far as athletic ability is off the charts. So I cannot wait to see what this match brings. Um, I, it, I would say if this this was like a ladder match, it someone would die. <laughs> I mean, like just the way <laughs> they someone should would, have made it yeah, a ladder match. I know, I know. Um, this is not, which is actually kind of crazy. I feel like it should be, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So final match here, obviously this is not the main event, but the way that the matchups are lined up on my, my screen and probably yours, Bobby Lashley versus Omos, your take on this. Go first. Bobby Lashley all the way. When he came out um, Monday, I was super excited to see him back. I wasn't a huge fan of Bobby Lashley until I met him um, when I went to the Raw back in January, and he was so nice. It made me really like his character even more. Um, when he took Omos off his feet that I and the crowd went crazy over that, I can just see him pulling this through and being the first person to pin Omos. I think it's set up perfectly for that. Um, And I don't think they want to give Omos that big of a push. I mean, I don't think it would really do anything for him. I think it would do more for Bobby Lashley since he's the one who just returned from an injury and people want to see him win. So I think I don't – the quality of the match, though, I – Bobby Lashley's good in the ring. I, Omos doesn't, you know, he doesn't sell well. He, he, he's only done squash matches, so we haven't really seen him against a person who will put up a fight. So we don't know what that looks like. But I think Bobby will end up pinning him, and everyone will go crazy just, just, just to see him pinning Omos. So. Quality of match obviously is low expectation simply because Omos is such a massive human being. I mean, he's so big, and he is. Yeah. You know, you, you got to understand. I mean, the the expectation should be lowered for Omos, despite how much work he has done. He's limited by physics, and the guy is so damn big, and he doesn't have the same muscle fibers and and all this all the things and and, and uh, uh, I guess muscle twitch fibers. How quickly he can do things. He's just a large human being, which limits him, even if he is in good shape. So that tells me that this is a very slow-paced match. A lot of roaring and mean faces from Omas. He's mastered that at least. And uh, Lashley is probably going to 
pick up Omas, maybe on his shoulders, maybe he does. He's able to deliver that running power slam. People are going to lose their minds over that. But where I, you and I differ, I think Omas wins this, and I think mm. he wins this because they realize Bobby Lashley can take a loss. I mean, Bobby Lashley at this point, people know what he is. He's a made man. This is about elevating uh, Omas as they have put all this effort in the last six months to a year of him squashing people and all this. He's finally going to run into an opponent that he can't just manhandle, but he eventually will overcome. And that's going to lead to Omas undefeated for a long period of time. Um, maybe they have a follow-up match. I think a lot of WrestleMania, you're going to see a lot of repeat matches that are going to happen over the next couple of months from WrestleMania. And I think Lashley and Omas are probably going to have another another one or two matches after this. Um, and I think Omas wins simply because they want to keep elevating Omas, but also show you he can take a beating. That show you that he can he is vulnerable, but he also has some some bounce back in his step, and he can he can uh, kick out and. That he, he just has something beyond his no selling. Like you can't live mm-hmm. on a no selling uh, character forever. I mean, it just doesn't work. So that's what I think. It's about building for the future. Lashley is rubber at this point. He'll be able to take the loss just fine. And uh, at least Lashley's going to have some really amazing strength moments. That's going to be the fun part. Yeah. I'm curious, where do you where do you see Omos going after this? I mean, if okay, let's say it's not against Bobby. Let's say. They don't have a repeat match. Where, who is his opponent? Who is the person that stops his um, mm-hmm. reign? I don't know. I mean, that's I mean, who a, could even, you know, even be on that level? I mean, you, you'd have to right now. I'm looking at the raw roster because, I mean, assuming he doesn't go to SmackDown, you're looking at the raw roster. And there's only like a handful of guys that could that are believable to have that happen. Randy Orton is one. Uh, Brock Lesnar is another um edge maybe i mean again you're talking about the legends here there's nobody else on the roster that you'd look at and go oh well it's set up for this guy to win nobody there's nobody other than like legacy stars i just don't know i yes i could see one of those guys beating him but i think people would be upset over the build to any of those stories just because omos isn't hasn't like really proved himself on the mic so uh, the build-up to that story, I feel like, would be very kind of disappointing. So I feel like the fans would kind of not agree with that. But I could, yes, I could see one of those guys taking him down for sure. Yeah, no, it is. eventually he's going to come to an end, and he's got to. He's he can't just live on the no sell forever. People are going to get bored of that. Uh, it's it's just I understand the need for it, and squash matches are effective up to a point. And now, okay, you've shown us how dominant you are. We got it. Show us what you can do on the mic. Give us a character we can relate to and show us you're a little bit vulnerable. And I think this is that next step for Omos in an actual match where he's going to have to take bumps and take a finish. And we're going to see what comes of it. This is a big test for Omos for that next step in his character, I think. So, all right. Well, now that we've covered the entire card, uh, some last minute kind of uh, follow ups and then we'll close things out. Returns. What do you see? Do you see Alexa Bliss? Do you see Asuka? Do you see Tessa Blanchard from, I think, Ring of Honor or wherever she's from? Uh, do you see anybody from an NXT? Just covering the whole gamut of possible returns. We already talked about The Rock. But anybody else that you see that could be returning that we're not thinking of? So I see number one on my list for returns um I think it's mostly for the women too. I don't think there's Me really too. any, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to all, if there's returns there's it's going to be mostly the women, but 
my number one would be Bailey. Mm. Um, people want her back. People want to see her back. So I think she's definitely at the top of the list. I think she'll get a really good pop if she returns. Um, number two, I would say some, you know, NXT uh, debuts maybe, maybe. Um, I think that I actually might be a better suit for um, the Raw after um, WrestleMania, but I see Bailey. I see maybe Asuka. I, I've heard that she's in Dallas right now. Um, people have seen her in Dallas, so possibly Asuka. I think she might be my number two. Um, and as for Alexa Bliss, I think think that she might be on the raw after wrestlemania i don't think she's gonna be on wrestlemania i hope she is i i really want to see her back i think they did her real dirty after losing the elimination chamber and then not having her on at all i mean i've heard that it's because they don't have any creative plans for her but i feel like that's a load of bull because how do you not have a creative plan for her character? Like, there's so many easy things that you can do with her. Um, maybe she's back in therapy. Maybe she's sitting there. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> maybe she's you know, taking a few other sessions. But, no, I see her on the Raw after. I see, actually, Lacey Evans on the Raw after. Mm. Um, I have that kind of – I think number one is Lacey Evans on the Raw after and then number two, Alexa Bliss. And I think on WrestleMania, we have Asuka and Bayley. And then a sleeper pick that I is a big what if, which I don't think will happen, but I hope happens. Paige. Ooh, yeah. It's all the women. I really don't see any, and I, I can't disagree with anything you just said. I mean, I really can't add much to the women that you already listed. You, again, I think some of them, probably Bailey at WrestleMania. Uh, I think Alexa Bliss could, maybe she interferes in Charlotte's match. Don't forget, she's the one that destroyed Lily. Yeah. You true. know, so there's that too. But. I think you'll see one or two at WrestleMania, and then the Raw after, of course, is a massive, massive show. It's their biggest non-pay-per-view show of the year of uh, for their uh, for the company. So mm-hmm. I think you'll probably see a couple also saved for the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. And as far as the men go, I really don't know. Like, I mean, you look at the men, I'm like, I don't know who the hell could. Yeah. I mean, John Braun Cena, Braun Breaker, John Cena, uh, Undertaker, I'd say, would come out and hit a choke slam or a tombstone. But he's already in the Hall of Fame, and they mm-hmm. always in, they always have the class of that year come out. And Undertaker will get his entrance, at least at WrestleMania. He'll at least get that dark entrance to uh, – to, um, because he's the the I guess the leader or the, uh, the, the headliner for this class. So um, – that's not going to happen. But John Cena is a small chance. I don't know what he'd do or who he'd attack. Maybe, maybe Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar. People don't know this, or maybe you you did, and people haven't seen it. After uh, one of the shows, Brock Lesnar did attack John Cena and hit him with an F five before John Cena left and went back to Hollywood. So maybe that was just for the crowd, or maybe I'm looking too much into that. But I think John Cena is like a five percent chance of showing up. But for the men, there's really nobody. I mean, yeah. really, I don't expect. It's all women here. So. I could definitely see Braun Breaker because I've heard things that he's ready to move up. They're ready to move him up. So I could mm-hmm. see that being a for sure. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be the woman pulling through with the returns. I could see, like you said, Alexa Bliss. I don't think she'll interfere with the Charlotte Ronda match. But I could see, is the SmackDown after WrestleMania, is that like a big deal at all? Is that? I, I think they're trying to make it a thing. Okay. Well, I could see her losing, since we have Charlotte losing to Ronda, I could see Charlotte cutting a promo like, 
you know, whatever promo she cuts and then Alexa Bliss walking out. I could definitely see that on the SmackDown, not the Raw, but right. You know. Yeah, this is a very, you know, this makes an even bigger case for why we don't need Ronda Rousey on the roster. I mean, just because she, it's not like we they essentially leaned on her for WrestleMania 35. Like, they leaned heavily on Ronda Rousey. It was very focused on Ronda. Now the women have evolved so much, they don't need her. Like, the, they don't need Ronda. Ronda needs WWE to stay relevant. People have kind of moved on from Ronda Rousey, and they're yeah. trying to make her a thing again. She's not a thing. I'm sorry. Who so, do you see... Now that we talk about it, I haven't even really thought about this. What what's next for Ronda? When Ronda takes the title, who's coming to Ronda? Like what yeah. heel is on Smack, the SmackDown roster that comes and confronts her? Like I haven't even thought about that. I, what is their plan for that? Yeah, I, I that's a good question. And now I'm pulling up the the SmackDown roster, looking at it. Uh, the women here, I mean, I'd say Sasha, but she's recently a babyface. Um, then not Natalia because Natalia is about as relevant as you know uh, wallpaper um I mean she just is like she's respected but she's so irrelevant um she's such a good wrestler though every time she's in the ring it's like fantastic like she is so good and it's really sad I mean I agree that she's not relevant anymore but she's so good she is. She's. She's just. She's like a. She's like the gatekeeper for the women's division. She yeah. is. She is. Um, but I'm looking at the women's roster. Like I don't see. Uh, let's see. I mean, have, again, Natalia. You have Zaylee, Shotzi, Shayna Sh- Baszler. I could see Shayna. I mean, they wanted to do. I mean, the two MMA backgrounds, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But that I would mean. be. I feel like boring. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. They have a very limited roster, but again, you're talking about returns. Bailey, I mean, if Bailey comes back and she's on the the SmackDown roster, you, it's going to have to be where it's not heel versus baby. It could be just baby face, baby face, because they're not going to have an established heel. Bailey's going to get a big return reaction. She's going to get that hometown. Oh yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a hell of a question. But um, all right, well, uh, any other comments or things you want to bring up before we we close it out? No, I think that about wraps it up. Cool. Well, now that we are we pumped ourselves up for WrestleMania and fantasized about the things that are going to happen, we will be severely disappointed when they don't. And uh, I will be listening. Everybody <laughs> listen for uh, Here Comes the Money. Um, oh. You know, oh. It, it, as, as we were just making jokes for it, but I will say I could actually see WWE doing that and the crowd losing their minds. And then after Shane gets in the ring, Cody's music hits, you know, just – uh, kicks Shane out of the ring and then they have their matchup, right? Like Vince could choose his son, which makes sense. The crowd boos the absolute hell out of it. Cody Rhodes then even gets a bigger reaction because people are thinking it is Shane and Cody's there to now save the day and get Shane the hell out of the ring. I mean, I could see both happening, really. So, well, right. you you better be on the lookout uh, after that <laughs> Usos match because you're you're gonna get a message and it's either gonna be a thank you message or it's gonna be a strongly worded yeah, Y and V. Uh, yeah, did you like, change my mind? And yeah, so, I'm followed by I will never listen to you again. Right? Like, <laughs> keep a lookout, yeah. Matt. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I I love the the threats from listeners. This is great. I mean, like it's <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm here yet, and uh, I I feel confident 
confident, though. I really do. I feel confident okay. the Usos well, aren't going to win. Well, if you're confident, so. so am I. Oh, perfect. Yeah, put it all on me. But um, all right. <laughs> Well, Grace, uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I mean, we, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania just as everybody is. Right now, SmackDown's going on. The Hall of Fame is next, headlined yep. by The Undertaker. So it is wrestling wall-to-wall from now through Monday. I mean, so four days of wrestling. Here we go. So, uh, Grace, thank you so much for joining us. And yeah. uh, enjoy WrestleMania. You have a good night. You as well. Have a great night. You too. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to WWEPodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to Patreon.com slash WWEPodcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.